Welcome to the Normalizing Millions podcast. I'm a mama of two little girls, owner of a seven-figure and growing coaching company, and I'm your host, Taylor Lee. My mission is to normalize women making millions from work that feels absolutely effortless. Your work changes lives, and with my help getting it into the hands of more people, your life can radically change too. Just don't blink, because with the right tools and advice, all of which me and my incredible guests will share with you in each and every episode, it can change fast. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Normalizing Millions podcast. Today, I am sharing an interesting version of my story of building wealth of, of building a seven-figure net worth, of becoming a true millionaire woman, and of building cash bank accounts of multi-six figures and investing into retirement and just the stock market in general and different funds and, and things that have really built up a lot of potential for me. And buying my home, um, a million dollar home, and, and all these things, right? And it feels uncomfortable to share all of that because it's just not something we normally talk about, but we're here to normalize it and normalize that, like, yes, women are doing that, people are doing that, young people are doing that, older people are doing that, your age doesn't matter, how many babies you have does not matter, how normal you are does not matter. Like, you can build this. And I'm gonna be real with you guys. I have shared about my financial systems um, in some other podcasts, and there's something about those episodes, and and I'll have my team linked to some of those below, um, just about how I manage my finances and what's helped me grow my accounts. But something that hasn't really been spoken about is like debt and investing and savings. And I think that it's been assumed in some of these conversations that like, I've been like really careful with my money to grow and I've just like followed a system. So something I've shared with you guys in the past is like the profit first system and how I I did use that to build up overflow and manage my money better and all of that. But what I want to tell you today is my journey with debt and my journey with guilt of over-investing and how I navigated that alongside of building overflow and building wealth and building my bank accounts and all the things So in 2017, like January, 2017, I think it literally was the new year. We moved in to our first, my husband and I, um, like home together that we like picked together. We were on the lease together, like that whole thing. And it was a big stretch for us. And the reason we took that big stretch was because of me <laughs> convincing. <laughs> and, and, and just like I had reached a new level in my business. I was starting to have $8,000 a month. Now keep in mind, I had tons of student loan debt, tons of coach debt, lots of expenses. I was not taking home six figures a year. That's like something we don't hear a lot about, but I was probably taking home like a few thousand dollars a month and which is normal. And, um, but I, I was like, let's do it. My business is only growing. I need a better like environment. Like it's just what I wanted. So we did it now at the same time, 
probably our first month or two of living there is when I noticed that I was avoiding looking at my bank account. I was starting to have overdraft fees. Um, I was starting to like forget to pay my credit card and I was getting late fees and all these things. And so I knew it was time to clean up my money. So here I am at a point in business where like my profit's not where I want it to be. I feel like I'm making just as much at six figures as I was when I made a few thousand dollars a month. Um, and I was go, I had like got my first car. I was like paying for this more expensive house and I started growing my money then and there. I did not turn in my car for a cheaper car. I did not like go to a cheaper home. I did not stop investing. I did not budget. I just started looking at my accounts every day. Like if I could give you one piece of advice to grow your bank accounts, look at your bank accounts every day and practice being in a neutral energy with it. So that's what I did. I started looking at my bank accounts every day, being in a neutral energy with it, paying the credit card bill, even though it was uncomfortable, paying a little bit extra on my student loan, even though it was uncomfortable, transferring money, even though it was uncomfortable and looking at my accounts, I have never budgeted. I have never said I need to spend. Well, I have said that I have had guilty feelings. I have had the temptation, but, um, I wasn't budgeting. And so I've had a couple conversations with people where they've brought up like the profit first system. And like, um, we did an episode recently on like personal finance. And while budgeting is totally an option, if you're listening to this podcast, you odds are very high that you run the type of business where you have limitless potential for income and revenue and money and wealth. So with that in mind, it's like you can budget and cut expenses and take home more money. Or you can just make more money. And I've always chose that route. Now, there's a difference between like investing in everything, right? So when I make an investment, it's like, do I have the time and space to fully immerse myself in this investment and make the most of it? Because I'm the type of person, like I'll have two, three, four coaches. Like I'll invest like crazy. I'm not afraid to invest. I'm not afraid to take a stretch. I'm not afraid to be in debt. I'm, I'm not afraid to spend more than I make for a hot minute for growth. Like I'm not afraid of that. I know that's what will do it for me. But I can get, and a lot of us can get in over our head. So I know that there's a lot of guilt and shame around over investing. The only time you're really over investing is when you're not utilizing your investments. Now, I'll be honest, there have been times where I've had investments where I've had to just energetically say, you know what, I'm complete here. Instead of having shame that like, well, now I'm not utilizing it. And that's like my rule. And so I can't keep investing if I'm not, it's like, okay, wait. But does the investment feel aligned and feel capable of bringing me to my next level? Usually, yes. Sometimes, no. And when it's been a no, it's been like, I'm complete here. And I don't drop out. I don't not pay. I've dropped out of programs and paid off my balance. Like, hey, this is no longer aligned for me. I'm sending you a ton of love. Um, but I no longer want to continue my time here. Can you send me an invoice to pay off my balance? Like, we are empowered, wealthy women. There is power in trusting your commitments, even though they may not always go how you think they will. So I thought that happened, but it, it feels so good to decide that you're complete and allow yourself to be in the container you truly know your growth lives in. Okay. So 
I wanted to talk about that, like the guilt and shame of over-investing. I mean, I remember the first year of my business, like, cause I had a couple coaches at the same time. Like I probably had like four or five coaches my first year. And, um, I remember having like in my spreadsheet with my expenses, like the date that my payments would end with that coach and telling myself, like, I'm not investing anymore. I'm not investing anymore. I'm not investing anymore until that's done. I'm not investing anymore until the end of the year. And those are not growth-oriented goals. A growth-oriented goal would be like, I'm going to invest in whatever is going to get me to my next level. And that doesn't mean you over-invest. That doesn't mean that you invest in so much that you can't make the most of it. That doesn't mean that you invest in anything that says it can get you to your next level. It means you trust yourself to make the right decisions. So... We are taught because we live in a world where most people don't have limitless income potential that the way to build more money is to cut expenses and to budget and to limit yourself. But in our world, the way to build wealth and to build more money is truly to get in a neutral energy with your money. So look at it every single day and to trust yourself with your financial decisions. Forgive yourself for your past financial decisions. It's not even forgive. It's like get on board. Forgive yourself for being mean to yourself about your past financial decisions. Not for investing in a bad coach. Like, what do you mean you invested in a bad coach? Every investment is valuable. I've had my fair share of investments where it was like, oh, wow, <laughs> not what it, not what it was, gonna, not what it said it was, right? Or definitely not aligned. I'm not forgiving myself for making a bad decision because it wasn't a bad decision, All of my decisions are good decisions. Even if they don't work out exactly how I thought they would, they always work out perfect. If I truly was never meant to experience that investment, the universe would have blocked it from happening. Somehow, some way. So I made the right decision. I'm just forgiving myself for being an asshole to myself. (laughs) So the way that we build overflow and wealth, I'm just like recapping here is looking at your money daily and getting in a neutral energy, forgiving yourself for being an asshole to yourself and learning how to trust your financial decisions. So that's my thought on budgeting. I don't do it. I would always, so, you know, there was a point where I was like, wow, we went from spending like a few hundred dollars a month on groceries to like a few thousand (laughs) as our standards changed. Like um, I was sharing in my free masterclass last month how we um, buy most of our groceries local and it is a little bit more expensive and we buy all, all organic and we try to buy things that are healthy. We spend a couple thousand on groceries and we spend a couple thousand on just like monthly like health and nourishment for our bodies combined. So like more than I used to make in a month, more than we used to make in a month combined, we just spend on health <laughs> and, and fueling our bodies and being our best. And I'm not going to budget that. I'm just going to make more money so that that isn't a big deal, right? I want to be the type of person where a few, two, $3,000 a month for groceries is like unnoticeable. And it is, but when I make it a big deal, it is a big deal. But when I make it a drop in the bucket, it is a drop in the bucket. So I posted on my Instagram recently and it's a quote image and it's in, um, it's like an orange and pink quote image. If you want to go find the post, it's like, if you want to normalize 10K days in, normalize 10K days out. So we have so many women in this industry who are saying they want to have seven figures. They want to make 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 a month. But spending that amount of money 
feels terrible to them. They want people to invest in them, but every investment they make, they have shame around. It's like, I'm not saying to spend every penny you have, because that's not how I've grown my wealth. Obviously, if that's what I did, I wouldn't be where I am. But what I'm saying is trust yourself and normalize what you want to be normal. Because what I didn't realize when I first got to 20K months years ago is that when 20K months were normal, also $20,000 expenses would be normal. Not all of the time to the point where like I had no profit and I couldn't keep up, but like there will be months where you're in the red. Like just accept it because you're going to trust yourself because you're gonna take risks, because you're brave and you're bold and you trust yourself, most months will be in the green. Like, you know, if I wanna make a million dollars a year, there's gonna be a day that year where 30 or or $300,000 goes out. That's what I didn't realize. My first million dollar year ended with a day where I transferred $300,000 out of my bank account in one day. And that, while I want to say was terrifying, in the moment it wasn't because it was like, I trust my ability to make this level of money. And this was the point of making a million dollars was so I could spend a million dollars. And with that mindset, my bank account hasn't tanked. My credit hasn't tanked. My debt isn't overflowing. My bank account is overflowing because I'm not afraid of money. I'm not afraid of the flow of money. I love the flow of money. I'm not afraid to spend. I'm not afraid to make a decision. I'm not afraid to invest. I'm not afraid to be in the red sometimes because the red is what catapults you to massive amounts of green. So this has like been my journey and I hope it's helping you and I hope it's making sense. It's like, you don't need to budget. You just make more money. There are gonna be things where it's like, I'm not gonna spend every penny in my bank account. I've never done that. I've never, I have had overdraft fees because I didn't transfer my money, but like I'm, I'm financially responsible enough to know that like, I'm not going to do this thing. I'm going to do the payment plan because if I pay in full, I'm going to have no money to my name and I'm not going to pay my bills. And I'm not the type of woman who doesn't pay her bills. Now there is a more empowered way to see that pay in full and make the money. Sure. But I'm just saying like, there's like a level for you where like you are being full trusting of your decisions. You are being fully empowered and never a victim to money. You are trusting yourself, you're making the moves and you're like smart. I'm not saying spend all of your money, but I am saying if you want to be wealthy, but you never want to feel financially stretched, you don't actually want to be wealthy because when you become wealthy, you will spend more money than you've ever imagined and you will have bigger transfers than you ever imagined in and out. And you have to feel full neutrality, full trust, full safety with money. So while you think being the wealthy woman means you have so much money and you never have to worry about it and you you just make so much more than you'll ever spend and you're never stretched and like that's not what it's actually like to be a wealthy woman. It's terrifying to be a wealthy woman and it's so beautiful and empowering. You have to be bold. You have to be brave. So I have used Profit First. Um, I still use a version of that system. I have a financial advisor. I have an accountant. Sometimes they advise me to do different things with my money than I choose to. But I trust me. You know, I trust me. And 
I always take what people tell me as advice with a grain of salt because I don't want to make decisions like someone who does the right thing with their money. I want to make decisions like someone who's bold and brave and makes big moves and becomes wildly unheard of successful, rich. So I want to talk to you a little bit about debt as well. So literally as I'm recording this, I am like hovering right at like the million dollar like net worth line. And it really doesn't feel any different than when I cross like a six figure net worth. When I started tracking my net worth, if you want to know how to do that, you can just research it. But I was like negative tens of thousands of dollars because I had student loan, I had debt, and I would have like one or $2,000 in my bank account at all times. I had no savings, no investments, no retirement, nothing. And that was in 2016. So... It can happen fast. In some ways it feels slow. In some ways it feels like incredibly fast. Um, I still have debt, but I have more money than I have debt. So if I didn't have any debt, I'd, my net worth would be a lot more, but I have a mortgage. I have two car loans and I honestly have more credit cards than I know of. I don't like have debt to the point where like I couldn't pay it off, but that's not the point here because that's gonna make you think, well, I do. So like this doesn't apply to me. It applies to you. If you wanna build wealth, you need to change your mindset around debt. Wealthy people are not afraid of credit cards. Wealthy people are not afraid of loans. There are some who will choose not to, but I will tell you what I've learned is most wealthy people utilize other people's money to get wealthy. And that is exactly what it means to get a credit card or a loan to invest in your business, to grow your business. It means you are literally taking someone else's money with permission for free. There is an interest rate. So like take that with a grain of salt and growing your, your business with it, growing your wealth with it. That you, if you're that type of woman, like I had like 20,000 something in student loan debt, which actually isn't a lot compared to a lot of people who, who went to the same school as me. But um, I had that and I had tens of thousands in coach debt. I was continuing to invest and I was like investing out of my checking account for this and savings for this and credit card for this. And it was just like a lot. And I had so much shame around it. Like I said, I was waiting to like just have it be done with and never invest again. And I had, but if I could go back and change one thing, I would change how hard I was on myself when I should have been so freaking proud and in awe of myself. Because being willing to take a risk like that is beautiful, is badass, is a really big freaking deal that you should be proud of. And there are so many people right now in my audience who are so brave and bold and badass and feel like complete garbage around their financial situation when in all reality, yeah, your financial situation where it it isn't where you want it to be, mine isn't either. Your financial situation will probably never be where you want it to be because you're like me and we grow fast. And by the time you get where you wanted to go, you already want to be light years ahead. Remove the shame around investing yourself and, and switch it out with pride. Remove the shame around debt and switch it out with realizing that you're incredibly intelligent. I think we've just been taught that like people who go into debt, people who, who use credit cards are stupid, are dumb, are thought thoughtless 
And that's like not the case. Especially when you're investing in your growth. And I have never invested in a credit card or a loan or whatever at a level where I couldn't afford the payment, right? Like I'm not going into debt where I can't pay off my debt. Again, I'm going to be a smart decision maker. And I have said no to things, but I, I, I always try to never say no because of money. And this isn't like some people say like, word it differently. Like I'm choosing not to invest. Yeah, sure. That's great. But like, if you're actually like, I'm literally heartbroken that I'm not going to do this because I really feel like I should do this. And I know that I actually could. I'm just too afraid. The way you word it to the person doesn't matter because it doesn't matter how you word it to other people. It matters what you feel. It matters what the truth is. So for me, it's like, I never want to say no to be no because of money. And you might feel like with certain things, you're like, I literally have to say no because of money. Well, remind yourself the limitlessness in front of you and make a decision that you will never say no because of money again. And get fired up because you have too much potential in front of you to waste. Um, I did another post on my Instagram that said, if your big financial goal is to be debt-free, try focusing on becoming shame-free first and see what happens. I talk to women all the time who tell me like, I just want to be debt free. I want to have zero debt. That's not my desire. And it's okay if it's yours, but usually when that's someone's desire, I want to be debt free. I don't want to invest anymore. I'm done hiring coaches. Where is that coming from? Is it coming from an actual true desire with empowered reasoning behind it? Or is it coming from a shameful place of I'm so ashamed with where I'm at that I never want to be here again. So I don't have to feel this shame. Because the longer you run away from shame, the longer you will be in shame. And you have no reason to be in shame. You have literally no reason to be in shame. And I hope that you're you're, you're seeing that. I'm going to choose to keep using people's money for my growth. (laughs) If someone's willing to pay for my car and I'll just make them payments, aka a car loan, And I don't feel like spending the $60,000 out of my account. I'm going to do that. I've been in such an expansive place in my life right now where it's like we are doing renovations. I'm choosing to do all of our renovations without a loan. It's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Like our barn renovation, it's a barn is a six-figure renovation on its own. I'm choosing just to do that out of pocket. So I'm, I just am but I am choosing to have a loan for my home. I am choosing to have a loan for my cars. I actually put one of my most recent investments on a credit card and I've already made a huge payment towards it and I could pay it all off in full, but right now it's like, I'm just gonna use the free money. I don't want to never have debt. And and here's the other thing I wanna say. I have an incredible credit score. And when I tell people my like credit limits, I'm 27 years old, they're, they're like, what? Like the things I get approved for, the, the, the at 25 years old when I started doing like um, pre-approved mortgage things. Um, and I was like, I really want to get, a, I was telling the, the person, I'm like, I want to get approved for a million dollar home. Like, I don't know if that's possible. Like I'm only like 25, like, and I'm, I'm talking to him. He's like, oh, like you're good. You can get approved for much, much more than that. And I was like, what? And he's like, you have great cash flow. You have a profitable business. You have incredible credit. Like 
make sure that's really what you want because you can get approved for a lot more. And I kept that in mind and we found a house that was a million and, and we're renovating it to be a multi-million dollar home, which feels exciting to me. So what I'm saying is that because of the, the investments I made in my business when I first started that put me into debt, that I had so much shame around, literally is the reason that A, why I am where I am today in my business, but B, why I have every single thing that I have. If I, I truly do not believe if I would not have done that, I would have got approved for this home. If I would have took people's advice to avoid debt like the plague, I wouldn't have anything that I have today. So what a freaking waste that I carried shame around that for probably two entire years. And I bet some of you listening have held shame around your debt for a lot longer than two years. The game charger was when I was like, one day I will pay it off. One day I will never have to use debt again. Not I never will. One day a $20,000 investment in a coach will literally be pennies. Like I won't even have to think twice about it. And I've created that reality for myself and more like all the things I didn't even know existed. I created because of investing in those coaches and building my credit score. People forget to tell you that. Like, I know a lot of you know this, but my, my wish with this episode is like for you to be so shame free with your financial situation right now. And for you to just realize how bold and brave you are and for you to maybe even be proud of yourself and realize that the way that most personal finance people are teaching to grow wealth is not the way you are meant to because you are so blessed with limitless. It would be so silly to follow a money model that doesn't align to that. So if you want to read some of those posts I shared with you guys, you can check them out at underscore the Taylor Lee on Instagram. I'd love for you to share this and tag me. I'd love for you to consider um, or, or continue the conversations in my DMs. I want to tell you about one thing that we actually have coming up next week, and that is my million dollar energy two day masterclass. So this is a free event with me. It's two days. Um, we are going to be talking day one about creating a million dollar identity for yourself. And then day two, we're going to talk about the actual like structure and foundation of building a million dollar business. Um, it's going to be really, really good. And I do have a couple ideas for some surprises as well. Um, so it's free. There's really no reason to sign up. If you're vibing with this, you're going to vibe with that training. Um, and that is happening on August 8th and 9th. Um, it's on the page. So I'll have my team link the page. Um, it's probably linked on my Instagram. You can DM us if you need to, but definitely jump into that free training. It's going to be really, really good. And I think it's going to change the game for so many women. We're like, if you're feeling already kind of shifted with this, you are going to feel so shifted in this training. Like I want to show you how meant for millions you really are. And I want to help you never doubt it again and step into our million dollar big deal energy. So grab the link um, or head to Instagram, grab the link wherever you need to find it. And I hope to see you there. Bye guys.
Hey, if you love this week's episode, can you do me two quick favors? Number one, take a screenshot of the podcast app you're listening on right now, or take a photo of where you're listening to the podcast at, post it on your stories and tag me. I'm at underscore the Taylor Lee. First of all, I'm gonna squeal in excitement to hear from you and I will even share it with my audience. Number two, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, can you take a second and leave a quick five-star review? These two things mean the absolute world to me. They make my day. And honestly, as a podcast creator, these are the two things that you can do to help me get my message in front of even more people. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait to talk with you in next week's episode.